You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Itong 2017, may mga bagay na dapat kalimutan. May mga bagay na hindi na dapat pang alalahanin. For example, maaaring iba sa inyo ay nawala ng mahal sa buhay, just like us, o nawalan ka ng anak. Lalo na yun, mas traumatic yun sa isang ina, sa isang magulang na mawala ng anak. Maraming iba ay medyo nagka-problema sa kalang marriage due to unfaithfulness. Well, that is also traumatic somehow. Ito sa mga dalaga. <laughs> Your boyfriend has dumped you for another lady. Oh, sakit nun, di ho ba? Meron ba nakaranas nun dito? Huwag nyo na itas kamay ninyo. Okay. <laughs> Sakit nun, di ba? Parang di mo malimutan. Okay, kung ikaw naman ay may negosyo at biglang na bankrupt dahil meron kang empleyado o mga kasama pinagtitiwalaan na naging dishonest, na naging dahilan para bumagsak yung iyong negosyo. Talaga bang parang hirap kalimutan. Okay? Maaaring ikaw ay nawala ng promotion o yung promotion na kaamba na, pero dahil nagkaroon discrimination sa opisina, yung promotion na para sa iyo ay hindi mo natanggap. Wow, sad. You may be a victim of illegal recruiter. Gusto mong mag-abroad ang hangad mo lang, may taguyod mong iyong pamilya at gusto mong umulad ang kanilang buhay. Unfortunately, naging victim ka ng illegal recruiter. O kaya hindi ka nakapunta ng ibang bansa dahil wrong information yung nakarating sa consul. O maaaring nakaranas ka ng sexual or verbal abuse from your own home. That's even more traumatic. And to some, it became a lifetime trauma for them. Maaaring nawalan ka ng ari-arian, nasunugan ka, nawalan ka ng pera because maaaring may nanlinglang sa'yo. Parang hirap kalimutan yung tao na yon, O yung reputation mo yung nasira dahil may nanira sa'yo, nag-character assassination at mayroong karanasan ka marahil na yung mga taong minamahal mo ay sinaksa ka sa likod, nagkaroon ng betrayal of trust. These are all negative situations in the lives of people and maybe some of you have experienced this in 2017 and I'm sorry for that. Merong mga bagay tayong dapat kalimutan at dapat na talagang kalimutan bagamat pagka sinasabi nating forget, God designed our brain not to really forget but God designed our brain to remember. Do you agree with that? If we are to take the word forget literally, then it's hard to forget traumatic experiences. If you are to dememorize something or to de-remember something, if there is that word, you cannot, especially if it is traumatic. But allow me to use a different word for it. It is to let go. To let go of all these things because you will not be able to see the glory of the future if you are hanging on to the misery of the past. And because God is a God of greater things and because God works for the good of those who love Him, we need to move forward and to move on and take hold of what God has really prepared for us. That's actually the very life of Joseph that we are about to study today in Genesis 41 beginning verse 50 up to 52. Before the year of famine came, two sons were born to Joseph, Asenath, the daughter of Potipera, priest of On, bore them to him. Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh, for he said, For God 
has made me forget all my hardship in all my father's house. The name of the second he called Ephraim, for God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. Lord, we thank you for giving us understanding of your word. May we be able to see in your eyes the situation that we are in right now and give us the proper perspective on how we look at 2018 forward. We thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking into our hearts today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Praise God. Today, we are going to talk about the right attitude for a victorious new year. Would you like a victorious new year? We are going to go to these three uh, points that I have here. Let go of the misery of the past, and I'm going to dwell more on this. You have a good foundation to start with. The number two is let grace enable you to be fruitful today, and let God take you to your glorious future. Let's see first the background of Joseph. Our study is not about Ephraim and Manasseh, or Manasseh or, or Ephraim. Nabanggit lamang po sila because somehow the name of Manasseh and Ephraim, they are actually prophetic names or I should say the prophetic summary of Joseph's life. So we are dwelling not on Ephraim, not on Manasseh, but we are dwelling and studying about the life of Joseph. So si Joseph yung pag-aaralan natin, hindi po si Manasseh at si Ephraim. Mayroon lang kahulugan kung bakit binigay ni Joseph yung mga pangalan na yun. And somehow, because si Joseph naman ay somehow nag-ooperate in the prophetic realm, prophetic yung pagbibigay niya ng pangalan sa kanyang mga anak. Because ganun niya tinitingnan ang lahat ng bagay na ginawa ng Diyos sa kanyang buhay. Now, tignan muna natin yung background ni Joseph para maintindihan natin bakit Manasseh at Ephraim yung ipinangalan niya sa kanyang mga anak. Okay, alam natin si Joseph ay paboritong anak. Dahil siya ay paboritong anak, medyo may pride siya eh. Katunayan ni binahagi nga niya yung kanyang dalawang panaginip sa kanyang mga kapatid na nagpapakita na siya ay above them all. Alam nyo, mas maganda ho sana kung ang ginawa ni Joseph, siner na lang niya sa tatay niya at hindi sa kanyang mga kapatid. Pero dahil sa may pride at paboritong anak, katunayan ay nirigaluhan nga siya ng special na damit ng kanyang tatay na hindi binigay dun sa iba. So, could you imagine yung kanyang position? I'm not saying na si Joseph is unfaithful. Na si Joseph ay wicked. Walang ganong description sa kanya. But in his stature, paboritong anak siya, medyo may pride eh. And you know, pagka may pride, before God's plan would happen in a person's life, God has to deal with that pride first. To prepare you for greater things. Because kung ikaw ay magkakaroon ng breakthrough sa buhay mo na malaki na yung ulo mo, lalo pang lalaki yan. So what happened? Yung kanyang mga kapatid, pinagtangkaan po siyang patayin. Pinagtangkaan siyang gawa ng hindi maganda. But nag-intervene si Reuben and eventually they sold him to the traders. At iba ang sinabi nila sa kanilang tatay. Sabi, siya po ay inatake ng isang hayop. So, pinalabas nilang si Joseph ay patay na. Isa po yan sa nangyari sa kanya. Nung siya po ay ebinenta ng mga Midianites kay Captain Potiphar, isa po siyang sundalo. In Egypt, he was forced to work as a slave to an Egyptian captain. Ito po yung si Potiphar. Egyptian captain of the guard who purchased him from the Midianite traders. So, binili siya. Ginawa siyang alipin. But more or less, you can see the, you could see the hand of God in his life because the Bible would always describe Joseph, the Lord was with him. The very reason why he was able to survive because the Lord was with him. And as a slave, he became the trustee 
of Captain Potiphar because the Lord was with him. Not because of any good merit that he had, but because the Lord was with him. That's the great difference. Was the Lord has a purpose in your life, God is with you. Do you believe that God is with you? When he was faithfully doing good, he was accused of taking sexual advances over Captain Potiphar's wife. Even without any evidence. So yung si Mrs. Potipar, pangalan lang natin, Mrs. Potipar. Walang pangalan ibinigay. Okay, nagwapuhan kay Joseph. Si Joseph kasi matipunong pangangatawan, gwapo. Paano nakita niyo si Pastor Jair pagka nagtumatayo dito? Matangkad, magandang katawan, gwapo. So naakit sa kanya si Mrs. Potipar. Inaakit siya. Lie with me. Pero si Joseph, ayaw niya. Bakit? Faithful siya kay God. Lahat ng bagay pinagkatiwala sa kanya, Maliban doon sa asawa, of course. Bakit pagkakatiwala sa kanya, asawa, asawa yun. So he ran away. He did the right thing. And yet, he suffered. Kano mararamdaman nyo kapag ikaw ay nag-suffer for doing what's right? Pero actually, may dinidil pa rin ang Panginoon sa kanya. He was made in charge of everything. Sinabi pa niya yun, I am in charge of everything. Didil na naman ni Lord yung pride sa kanya. So he went into prison. Even though he responded properly. It all has something to do with the greater purpose of God that he could not probably see at that point. In his mind, probably he was meditating, this was the dream that God gave me, that I would be above my brothers. There may not be complete detail, but that was the vision that he saw in his dream. Pero mara hindi niya ma-reconcile pa at that particular moment. Bakit ganito? Am I heading towards the right direction? Am I heading to the fulfillment of the Lord's promise in my life? Why is it that I am experiencing things like this? There may be the same questions in your mind right now. But kinakailangan kaming masaktan ng ganito at magdusa ang aking pamilya if God has a plan in our lives. You know, ang hirap maintindihan ang pagkilos ng Diyos. Pero kumikilos ang Diyos na naiintindihan niya yung kanyang ginagawa. Hindi natin naiintindihan. Minsan na ginagawa ng Diyos, pero si Lord naiintindihan niya. Ang ganda na sabi ni Pastor Jer kanina, hindi mo man makita kung nasaan ang Panginoon sa pagkakataong yun ng buhay mo, pero huwag kang magalala, nakikita ka pa rin ng Diyos. He knows your heartaches. He knows the pain that you are experiencing and God cares. But it is a necessary process for you to go through because God would like to create the best atmosphere in your heart for you to, pre- to be prepared to receive God's best. As a result, he has thrown into prison to stay there for many years. Nakilala siya ron, isang cupbearer at saka isang baker na nagbigay siya ng prophecy, yung isa na pugutan ng ulo, yung isa na restore sa position because of God's wisdom in interpreting dreams. So sabi niya ron sa cupbearer ng king, uh, remember me. So, nag-trust nag, nag, nag siya doon sa kanyang kalayan. O, oh, alalahanin mo ako, banggitin mo ako sa pero. Pero ang sabi ng Bible, nalimutan siya. Nalimutan na naman siya. So, for two years, nakakulong siya. After the two years, ang pero ay nagkaroon ng panaginip na walang sino man ang makapag-interpret. So, yung kapberer na alala itong si Joseph. May mga tao mang nakalilimot sa atin. Subukan niyo na bang malimutan kayo ng mga tao sa buhay ninyo? Kung nagsabi sa inyong, I love you, after 10 years, parang nalimutan niya. Nagka-amnesia siya. Okay? Masakit yun, hindi ba? Yung mga taong nangako magiging tapat sa inyo, pero parang nalimutan nila kayo. These are all experiences of Joseph. But God made him 
let go of the misery of the past. Nung siya'y binigyan ng Panginoon ng dalawang anak, sabi ng verse 51, Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh, for he said, God has made me forget all my hardship and all my father's house. Alam ni Joseph, nabanggit nga niya, hindi naman niya nalilimutan yung father's house, pero yung negative experiences sa kanyang sariling mga kapatid, yon ang kanyang pinili na kalimutan. As I said a while ago, our brain is actually designed to remember, not to dememorize or not to remember anything. God gave us brain in order to remember. But the word forget is not literal. It's not the appropriate word actually that must be used. But it's only picture of something that we should let go. Ang ibig sabihin lang, no, not forgetting the past means let go of the past misery. Let go instead of staying there for a long period of time. You see, ang una niyang binigyan yung firstborn, ang tinawag niya na manase. Hindi niya Ephraim ang pinangalan kagad. Manase muna because that's the right thing. As I said, you cannot see the glorious future unless you let go or you forget the things or the misery of the past. You know ang ibig sabihin ng pangalan na manase. In Hebrew, pagkalimot. Oh, he who causes to forget. And of course, that's referring to God. Now, ang tanong po ngayon sa lahat ng dinaanan ni Joseph, why does God allow us to go through pain and suffering? Natanong nyo na ba sa sarili nyo yun? Bakit ba pinapayag? Pati na lang puro blessing, hindi na lang laging masaya. Bakit? Why God would allow us to all of this mess in life? As if our questions would question the sovereignty of God why He allowed these things to happen to us. Although it's not God that causes everything, but He allows things to happen. In the sovereign wisdom of God, it has still something to do with the way He molds us and in the way He prepares us. Iniahanda kasi tayo ng Panginoon. You will not appreciate much the glory of the future without experiencing the pain or suffering. In verse 18 of Isaiah chapter 43, the Bible says, Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Verse 19. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. This was actually being spoken to the Israelites who also went through a lot of misery and difficulties and troubles. In the midst of that, God was telling them through prophet Isaiah, forget the former things. It means let go of the past. Do not dwell on it. See, I am doing a new thing. Sabi nyo, new thing. May magandang bagay na ginagawa ang Panginoon. And I believe 2018 may mga bagong gagawin ng Panginoon sa buhay natin. Amen? Maraming hindi nangyari ng 2017, pero gagawin ng Panginoon sa 2018. That should be our faith. Sabi ko, now it springs up, do you not perceive it? God is doing a new thing, but the question is, do you not perceive it? Yun po yung question sa atin. Why people do not perceive the new things that God is doing in their lives? Because of bitterness and unforgiveness. You allow bitterness to stay in your heart. You allow unforgiveness to be there against people who hurt you. And sometimes when you are undergoing suffering, you desire for immediate relief. I tell you, there is no such thing as shortcuts. Walang mabilisan. Di ba natin pagka when we are already suffering, inconvenient tayo, Lord, come to my rescue right now. Right now. Tandaan nyo, nakulong si Joseph another two years 
nalimutan siya ng yung isang prison na nakalaya na at na-restore sa position, nalimutan siya. Another two years were given to him. Sometimes, we would like shortcut in our suffering without us knowing it, that it is through suffering that God is working something in our lives. It is God that will determine how long or how short you will stay into that suffering depending on the attitude that we are going to demonstrate. If you keep on murmuring, you will stay there for long. For so, for a longer period of time. Kapag ka naman ikaw ay nag-surrender kagad kay Lord and you learn what God is teaching you at that experience, then your rescue would come right away. Para hong ano yan eh, four-year course naging six years. Bakit? Kasi bagsak ka ng bagsak. Kaya bagsak ka ng bagsak, kaya ulitin mo na naman. So you're suffering for a longer period of time. Everything in this life is a test. Pag hindi mo na ipapasa yung test na yun at hindi mo natutunan yung bagay na itinuturo ng Panginoon, you'll go, you'll go back. Kala mo minsan lumagpas ka na pero babalikan mo pa pala yun. Because it will eventually haunt you again. Until na matutunan mo kung ano yung bagay na tinuturo ng Panginoon sa iyo. Sometimes we have the habit of lingering on our misery. We stay too long. We mourn too long. Ayaw nating mag-move on. Kasi sometimes ang gusto natin yung masatisfy yung emotion natin, ang sarap umiyak, ang sarap na mayroong nagbibigay ng sympathy sa iyo, hindi mo alam, hindi rin nakakabuti sa iyo yun. There's nothing wrong about mourning. When you lost a loved one, you mourn. When you lost your business, you mourn. When you lose something, you mourn. But you don't stay too long mourning. Naintindihan mo ba niya ibig sabihin? Huwag kayong mag- maging matagal na nagmumourn. Don't linger in your misery for so long. Pinagpipiestahan kayo ng demonyo. Understand the Lord's will is take every opportunity and know the will of God for the days are evil. The longer you linger in your misery, you are missing great opportunity for you. Don't mourn for so long. Learn to move forward. Rise above your emotion. Let your confession be according to God's word. If you keep on confessing that, lalong lalong dung ka magdudwell. Do not dwell on it anymore. Move forward. Let go. You may be a victim of injustice. It's so unfair, Pastor. It's so unfair. Let me tell you, life is not really fair. The only fair is the author of life, Jesus Christ. But life in itself, because of man's human nature, life is not really fair. We are in an imperfect world with imperfect people, with imperfect surroundings, with imperfect situations. Do you think life would be fair? Sometimes it is fair, sometimes it's not. But if you focus on Jesus, Jesus would always be fair because God knows what He's doing in our lives. Amen? Sometimes we give up so easily. When you have an endeavor at hindi mo nakukuha, you give up so easily. Failing is a natural occurrence in one's life. We all fail. But make it as a foundation for you to rise up to do things more intelligently. You make it as a foundation and be stronger more than ever. Seek the grace of God. Hold on to God. Giving up is not an option because God is not giving up on you. Let me tell you this. God is holding you by His hand. No one can snatch you out of the hand of God. But it is your choice for you to get out of His hand. 
As long as you put your trust in God, God is holding on you. He's not giving up on you. He will fight for you. But the sad thing is, we are the ones giving up. Lord, give up na ako. Pag binato mo na yung towel, parang mo nang sinabing, God cannot do anything na. No. God can make a way when there seems to be no way. Nothing is impossible with God. Don't give up. It's not an option. Failing is even an option because that's a natural thing. You don't desire for it, but you just experience it. So be it. Or let go of that. But giving up is not an option. Why? Because the more we continue, the more we move forward, we learn little by little. That is why when we have this success, the most important thing that you have learned is not really the success, but not giving up. Amen? Nasubukan nyo na sino mga estudyante rito yung nasubukan nyo ng lumagapak. Huwag nyo na rin itasang inyong kamay. I'll tell you this. Nung ako po yung nag-board exam, na may gera nun sa Iraq, hindi makapagpadala yung father ko. Pagkat nag-graduate ko ng college, hindi ko alam kung magtitake ako ng examination o magre-review. Well, the wisdom is lahat ng mga graduate nagre-review muna. Tama? Nagre-review bago ka mag-take ng exam. Eh, wala na akong, wala kaming pera. At kailangan ko nang mag-work so, I took the exam right away without reviewing. So, what happened? I failed. Pero hindi ako nag-give up. Sabi ko, tetake uli ako. Nung dumating yung resulta sa akin, conditional ako. May three sets of six exam. Yung dalawa na ipasa ko, yung isa hindi. So, sabi, ang reviewin ko na lang daw ito dahil pasado na ako sa dalawa. Ganun yung mga, ewan ko ngayon pa rin, ganun ha. Electrical engineering yung course ko. Okay? So, itake ko na lang ng review. So, I took the review. Nung nag-exam ako, pasado na ako. Therefore, naging engineer ako. It's not being an engineer. That's not, that's not the point. It's the attitude that, that has been developed in my life not to give up even in the midst of failure. Kung siisip nyo, malungkot kayo dahil nabigo kayo and you look at yourself as, as failure, kung ganun tingin nyo sa sarili ninyo at kung ganun din ang attitude ng lahat, dahil lahat tayo talagang total failure. Ilan ang sinut ni Michael Jordan na namiss and yet he became the greatest basketball player of all time. But I tell you, he missed more shots than those that he, he went in. Mas marami yung na-shoot niya kaysa yung hindi niya na-shoot. Pero he became the greatest basketball player of all time. Up to now, walang makakabit ng mga records niya. It's because we don't have to give up. Amen. When you don't sense God's purpose, that will ruin everything. You will not bear the pain. You will not endure, you will not persevere if you don't see that God's hand is upon your life and He has a purpose in you. You may not have the complete picture of the purpose of God. No one does. But you can sense that there is a purpose for everything. That's exactly what what Joseph said in his life. All of the things that he experienced, the enemy meant it for evil, but the Lord meant it for good. He knew in his mind, may dahilan ang Panginoon. Yung suffering mo ngayon, ngayon, yung suffering mo. May dahilan si Lord John. You let it go. The people who hurt you, you let go. The negative things, you let go and move forward. Amen? Bible says in Genesis chapter 50, verse 18, His brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for I am in the place of God. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. You see, ito nasa Genesis 50 na. Nakalina nasa Genesis 40 tayo. Nasa malapit na tayo sa ending. 
Kita nyo ko pa paano niya sinamari yung lahat ng bagay. Now I know. Now I know what, why God allowed all of these things to happen in my life. You intended to harm me. You meant to harm me. You meant evil against me. Pero ang sabi niya, but God meant it for, for good. So the sufferings, the troubles, God meant it for good. Sa ngayon, hindi mo nakikita kung nasaan yung kamay ng Panginoon sa problema mo ngayon. But let me tell you, God meant it for good in your life. To bring it about that many people should be kept alive. Sometimes kasi nakasentro lang tayo sa sarili natin. Kaya nga sabi ko last week, yung purpose ni Lord sa buhay natin, mayroong kinalaman sa pagpapala ng Diyos para sa ibang tao. Dahil nung nagkaroon ng tagutom sa buong mundo, yung Egypt lamang, because si Joseph, eh, for seven years, nakaipo ng maraming pagkain na harvest, sila lang yung na-spare, at yung pamilya ni Joseph, eventually ay pumunta sa Egypt, pinatawad niya sila, at sila nag-enjoy ng prosperity. Sabi po ng Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 to 14, Not that I have already obtained this, or am already perfect, but I press on, say, I press on, to make it my own, because Christ Jesus has made me His own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. The word press all came from the word pressure. I press on. It's hard. There are difficulties and adversities, but I press on. I put pressure on myself to move forward. There may be opposition. Opposing circumstances, opposing people, hurting me, trying to stop me. But I press on. Amen. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. That's the message of God for us this year as we go towards the next year. Our adversities are not meant to destroy us, but to build us. That is if you know the proper perspective concerning adversities. Character is being built through pain and suffering, which is the very concern of God. Kaya nga yung mga taong nasaktan, sa nakalipas, pero alam tanggapin kung paano haharapin ang mga sakit na ito, sila yung mga nagmamature. Sila yung mga nakakakuha ng lessons ni Lord. James chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness or perseverance have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, not lacking in anything. Sa ka nakakita, na marami ka nang sabi, trials of various kinds, and yet count it all joy. Sino rito ang masaya pagka marami kang trials? Ang sabi pa is, Trials of various kinds. Aba, hindi lang financial, hindi lang emotional, di ba? hindi lang material. And various kinds, but count it all joy. Because you are looking not on the various trials in front of you, but you are looking for something at the back of it, that there is treasure at the back of all these trials, because Jesus is there. Amen? Come on, let's give Him a hand. Okay, now that is the foundation. You will not be able to go to the future unless you let go of the past. Now, now that we are here, let grace enable you to be fruitful today. As I said, on the name of the second, he called Ephraim, for God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. 
He was in the land of affliction and yet he became fruitful. That's the grace of God at work. Amen. There may be difficulties in your work, but you can still be fruitful in your work. Maharing mahirap ang negosyo ngayon, but you are can still be fruitful. You can still be productive in your in your business. Amen. You may not be doing anything now, maharing wala kang trabaho, but you can still be fruitful. Don't just wait, think and do something and ask God. Galing po sa Hebrew word na fertile land or pasture land, yung ibig sabihin ng Ephraim. And it has something to do. makikita na yung buhay ni Ephraim, it became actually one of the largest tribes of Israel. So, pragang prophetic yun sa buhay ni Joseph. Why? Because in Genesis chapter 41, sabi ron, beginning verse 47, During the seven plentiful years, the earth produced abundantly. And he, referring to Joseph, gathered up all the food of these seven years. And Joseph stored up grain in great abundance, like the sand of the sea, until he ceased to measure it, for it could not be measured. Nagpakita ng dream sa Pharaoh, ininterpret ni Joseph, at ininterpret niya yung seven years of prosperity and seven years of famine. The future will always be uncertain. It may be unknown, but we have a known God. Amen. We have a God that we can trust. So, on seven years, God gave him the wisdom na mag-ipod. Anong kaiba ng hoarding sa saving? Hoarding is based on fear. Saving is based on faith and wisdom as well. So, nag-ipod sila. There's a reason why God gave that revelation na mayroong seven years of famine. Okay, during the seven years of prosperity, nag-ipon ang nag-ipon. Kaya ang sabi ron, for it could not be measured. Hindi na masuka, tuminto na si Joseph ng kabibilang, hindi niya na ma-measure yung dami yung prosperity. You see, how God, Joseph, used that as an opportunity for the entire Egypt to be blessed. And eventually, also family, family to be blessed. But it was a place of his affliction. Doon siya nakulong, doon siya naging slave, but God made use of it. He turned things around for the favor of Joseph and he became the right hand of Pharaoh. Do you think God can turn things around on your favor? If we have the right attitude towards life, God can turn things around. Why? We need to honor God by having the right attitude in our lives. Amen. In John chapter 15, verse 16, the Lord said, You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit, that your fruit would remain, so that whatever you ask of the Father in my name, He may give it to you. You see, God is already expecting us to be fruitful. The fact is, He appointed us to be fruitful in Christ. So, hindi gusto ng just tamad tayo. Hindi gusto ng just na tayo ay idle. Hindi gusto ng just na negative tayo sa ating mga pananaw sa buhay. Ang gusto ng just maging fruitful tayo. We draw our fruitfulness from God. It is a byproduct of our own faithfulness and the grace of God. If we are faithful in small things, God will entrust us with greater things. Amen. We need to be faithful with the Lord. In the life of Joseph, he may not be a perfect man, but you see, he held on to God despite situations. Naroon na yung tukso sa kanyang harapan, tinakbuhan niya yung tukso because of his faith in God. Joseph was so faithful with God. And God is expecting you also to be faithful with Him. But as you're faithful with God, God is going to bless the works of your hand because fruitfulness comes from God. Amen?
And then uh, third, let go. Let God take you to your glorious future. Do you believe that there is glorious future in God? We are saying we don't know what's going to happen in 2018. Yes, it's a, an unknown year for us. But as always, we have a known God. Kilala na natin si Lord. May problema man o wala, hindi tayo iniiwan ng Diyos. Akala mo yung isang problema ang meron kayo, parang hindi mo kayang harapin, pero magugulat ka, dinaanan mo, na para bang sandali lang, is because the Lord is with you. Sabi po ron ng Genesis chapter 41, ito na po yung during the seven years of uh, fruitfulness. The seven years of plenty that occurred in the land of Egypt came to an end. So, tatapos na siya. And the seven years of famine began to come. As Joseph had said, there, there was famine in all lands, but in all the land of Egypt, there was bread. Maaaring may mga naririnig kayong balita, at ako tataas ang gasolina next year. Kasi tatangg- tatanggalin na yung tax doon sa may mga mas mapababa ang sweldo, pero tataasan naman daw yung excise tax sa mga langis. So tataas ang presyo ng langis, kaya yung mga may sasakyan dito, apektado. Hindi lang ngayon. Lahat ho ng commodity apektado dahil posibleng tumaas yan pag tumataas ang gasolina. Bakit tumaas daw ang kuryente? Lahat na ng taas. Eh ano ba naman ang di natin narinig ngayon? Lahat na tumaas eh. Di ba? Matatakot pa ba tayo? Eh taon-taon naman, tuwing December, nakakarinig kayo may tataas na ganito sa susunod na taon. Parang tinatakot tayo, no? Ba't tayo matatakot? The Lord lives, we can face tomorrow. Amen. Because He lives, we can face tomorrow. In Egypt, there was bread. Let me tell you this. Life may be hard next year, but I believe there will always be bread in your house. Amen. May kasamang palaman. There will always be bread in the house. Aside from the living bread that we have is the little bread that God will provide food on our table. And we are going to enjoy the best in the land in the midst of famine, in the midst of trouble, in the midst of difficulty, in the midst of high prices, in the midst of economic crisis, whatever you may call it. But all I know, there will always be bread in my house. Amen. Come on. Give Him praise. Thank you, Lord. This is what God is teaching us in Matthew 6.25. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. And verse 33, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Mga kapatid, huwag kang mag-alala sa bukas. Hawak ni Lord yung bukas eh. Wala naman sa atin ang may hawak nun. Pag natakot ka ngayon para sa bukas, kawalan ng pananampalataya yan that anything that is not a faith is sin. While it is true na minsan may mga pinaghandaan tayo, alala nyo ba yung may mga uh, educational plan? Noon? Tapos biglang nabankrap yung company? Di ba? If your faith is just on the educational plan, not on the Lord, mawiwindang ka. Kasi for long years, binayaran mo yun para sa future education ng iyong mga anak. At maraming nang nabiktima roon. Dahil bumagsak yung kumpanya, hindi na ma-provide ngayon yung tuition fee na dapat ay pinuprovide nila sa panahong yun. Pero yung mga Kristiyano, nalungkot sila, but they did not stay 
they did not linger for a long period of time. They moved forward because their eyes are on Jesus, not on the educational plan. Let, put, let us put our eyes on Jesus. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 2, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before Him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Kanino tayo titingin? Kay Jesus. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Even before we go to the future, Jesus has been there. Kay Jesus, yung past, yung present, and future, pare-pareho lang. Why? Because He is not bounded by time. Even before you go there, God knows what's in there. And even the problem has come, God already knows the solution. Advance, mag-isip si Lord, hawak niya ang panahon at higit sa lahat, hawak niya ang buhay mo. Amen? Amen? Understanding your purpose in Christ gives you the right attitude to take hold of what God has prepared for you. Dumadaan man tayo sa pagsubok, pero alam mo may purpose si Lord. Just tingin ka lang kay Jesus. Life may be unfair, ups and downs, but keep on looking on Jesus because God has a purpose. And if you're suffering right now, if you see that there's a purpose at the back of that suffering, you will bear that suffering and you will believe that God will lift you up out of it. Why? Because He is good and He will always be good in our lives. He is just preparing you for something that's even more glorious and greater. Amen? Praise God. Come on, let's give Him praise. Let us all bow down our head. Thank you, God. Heavenly Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you that you have loved us more than the way we could think. Thank you that you care for us despite the pain, the suffering that we are experiencing or we experienced in the past. Help us to set our eyes on you. Jesus, thank you so much for dying on the cross. You may be commanding us to forget the past, but the only thing that you would like us to remember is what you did on the cross. That's why in our Holy Communion we say, or we read, do this in remembrance of me. Lord, always cause us to remember what you have done on the cross because that's where the foundation of our today and our future and even of our eternity. As our head bowed and eyes closed, alam kung iba sa inyo may trauma sa mga pangit na kaganapan sa buhay ninyo, maring nasira ang marriage ninyo. Maybe you were sexually and verbally abused. Maring nalugi yung negosyo ninyo. Merong nanira sa inyo. May mga bagay na nangyari sa 2017 ang hirap kalimutan. Maring hindi nyo nga literal na malimutan but learn to let go, learn to forgive people and think of His purpose why God allowed these things to happen. It is for your good. It is for your good. 
because God's nature is that He is good. I would like you to pray right now to God and lay down to Him. Ano yung mga bagay na nangyari sa inyo, not just in 2017, but even in the past, na dapat nang kalimutan, na dapat nang ilet go. I would like you to put it at the feet of Jesus Christ. Isuko ninyo sa paanan ng Panginoon. I'm going to give you at least one minute to have that opportunity. I would like you to pray. Whatever hurts, patawarin niyo yung mga nagkasala sa inyo. Ilet go ninyo yung mga masasamang kaganapan sa buhay ninyo. It is a choice that you can make as the Lord enables you. I can sense there are wounded hearts in our midst today. You may be wounded, but Christ can heal your heart. Give that, give that wounds to Christ right now. Maybe this year you lost your job. But let go of that pain and think, Jesus has something better for you. There may be quarreling in your family over something. Give it to God. Give the situation to God. God can make breakthrough for you. Iba sa inyo, maaaring na walang kayo ng property, you lost big amount. O mayroong mga hindi pa nagbabayad ng pagkakautang sa inyo na parang wala ng intensyon bayaran. The things that's uncontrollable, let Jesus control it. There may be wasted years in your life. You should have been productive. But a situation made you, made your years wasted. Jesus can redeem your time. He can fast-track things so that those wasted years would be redeemed. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, whatever lost of opportunity, ano man ang misery na naranasan ng iyong mga anak sa 2017, Lord, we exercise our faith na iiwan namin yun sa 2017 and we will press on to take hold of what you have prepared for us. Thank you, Jesus.